Hi, welcome to the Coffee Chat Show here on Buzzing Patio, the show where we talk about things that happen right here, right now, as well as general news, tips, information, and advice. Now, you may or may not have been watching the last few interviews that we've been doing. We've got some fantastic people on the show. And today, I'm delighted. I've been hammering this guy to do this with me. I'm not so sure really it's a wise <laughs> idea, but we'll go with it anyway. Um, but I'm delighted to say, Badler, welcome to the show, mate. This man, I've known for years, and he's hilarious. He's an absolute legend, and the, some of the stories you're going to hear today will just blow you away. It really is unbelievable. Now, this wasn't my idea. This is what I'm on about, the kind of what I'm letting myself in for. So people keep saying I look like the people I'm talking to. And just a touch. Well, <laughs> and the thing is, is like, I do believe my mum was busy, <laughs> but I don't know how busy she was. So in order to help you, Baz has come up with an idea. So just bear with us. Which way these go around? Oh yeah, that was it, around the front? How's that look? I'm not so sure about my hairdresser. <sighs> right, so I can't even <laughs> see. <laughs> so hopefully now you can tell us apart, okay? Let's turn this Alright, he's just got to turn his phone off, hang on. So hopefully now, it makes it a lot easier to understand which one of us is which. Are you, are you done? See, this is his plan in the preparation. Come on, you should have had that done. Right, alright. So, back, back. Oh, do you know what, there's a reason why I cut my hair in it, it's because of this in my head. Fancy you all right. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> alright, come on, look, we got to do the show. So, first question I want to ask you, Baz, is where are you from? Oh, let's go back. Um, originally born in Battersea, moved out there when I was probably about that big. Yeah. Croydon area. I spent most of my life in New Cross. Is so New Cross, old Deptford, all around that way? Yeah. Oh, my old stomping ground there, around there. My mother lived in Deptford. Oh, small well, world. See, yeah, we yeah. might be related. <laughs> Jesus, like, mum, tell us. My mum had rolled the shutters on our plan, though. Oh, you're a posh. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, I mean, now I know, obviously, because I've known you a long time, I know you've got an incredible history. Some really, really fantastic things have gone on in your life. I mean, just tell me a bit about life before you came to Patea, because rightly or wrongly, you may not believe me, and, and, and Barry will tell you and explain all that, but you stood in front of literally thousands and thousands of people dressed as a flower pot, haven't you? Oh. <laughs> yeah. Um, so let's go before that. How did all that happen? Just just share that with us. How did that all happen? I've got to take this off. It's itching me. That's better. Right, go on. It all started in a um, acid house party. Late, uh, no, sorry, late 88. In a house in Kingston, Surrey. Oh, right, yeah. Big mansion and everything. And I met Liam, who later became a singer or flowered up. And Des, the manager slowly sort of built up our friendship and we was in Gary Aisman's club, the right Shaftesbury Avenue. We were sitting in the rubber plants all night just making monkey noises. <laughs> Probably the best part of four hours. Sorry, so you sat in the rubber plant for four hours making Me, monkey noises? Me, Liam and Dad's all night, <laughs> scaring the shit out of everyone walked past us. <laughs> I'm, I told you this is going to be an interview that you won't forget. And later on in the night, Liam said, we get a band together. I said, oh, I can't do fuck all. He said, don't have to, do what you want. Anything you like. <laughs> so before we knew it, and the friends we had in the music trade, um, the hype got so big, it was on the front page of Melody Maker. 
Enemy even before we released the single, and it was just a roller coaster from there on. The gigs were just like chaotic, absolutely chaotic. Stage invasions, using it as security, spraying the crowd. It was just total out of control. Stages would collapse. Um, you name it, it was like full on football riot. And I mean, why a flower pot? <laughs> I've seen the photos, you've shown me the photos, and we're trying to get them, we'll stick them on for you and look now. Oh, I, remember, I remember at the time we were sitting in the flower, in the rubber plants and things, <laughs> talking to us, I can't do nothing, but at a time, I had a little flower pot thing playing a guitar and a flower, I said, look, fuck it, we'll do that, so we'll do what you want, bags and So it went from there to leather bondage kits or women's clothes, you name it, the lot. Okay, so... Um, I mean, the, the band was called Mooncult, is that correct? No, Flowered Up. Flowered Up? Why have I got Mooncult in the years? Mooncult was my nickname well before that. Ah, oh, that's where it was, that's where it was. So, I mean, talking about Flowered Up, I mean, what's the biggest crowd you performed to? I'd say Glastonbury, 100 plus, Reading, 100 plus. Then on tours, you'd be playing anything from 500 to 1,000. Um, but Red and Glassman were the biggest. Red and Glassman. And when you were at Oh, Glassman. and Madness, we played our last gig with Madness at Finsby Park, 92, Madstock. Wow. And I mean, in terms of, I mean, obviously you've, you've been headlining and you've been uh, performing with some huge, huge bands. I mean, who is the biggest band you've, you've played with or headlined with? Not really headlined, but when we were signed to Heavenly, we were always headlining our own gigs, but we had the Manic Street Preachers as our uh, backup band and Ocean Cutter Scene. Ocean Cutter Scene? In our backup bands in the early days. That's a nice one, they're chalk on the wall, isn't it? Yeah, but every time they'd come on tour with us, though, they would always lock themselves in their rooms. <laughs> I know why. It's you lot. <laughs> it's you lot. I mean, what's the worst prank you've ever played with someone famous? Oh, Shaking Stevens. <laughs> Okay, go on. We was in a Westway studio, Clive Langer studio, um, recording, uh, I can't remember what, but it was in our next studio next door. If I remember right, it was the Green Door he was with. Oh, yeah. Or one of those songs. And him said, oh, Shaking Stevens is next door. Oh, fuck, I'm going to say hello to him. Stripped off, start bollock naked. <laughs> in the middle of his recording act, stopped it all dead. Hello, Mr. Stevens. I'm Barry Mooncult, nice to meet you. Shook his head and fucked off. <laughs> <laughs> That's so, one of the mellow things we got up to. <laughs> so, I mean, from doing all those crazy things back in the day mm. to come into Patea, I mean, Patea's probably quite tame, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it's calmed me down a lot. <laughs> and I mean, when you were younger, I mean, how did your mum feel about all these uh, antics you got up to? Were you always in the, when you get home, son, you're in, you're in trouble? Yeah, but I blame her for when I was a baby feeding me with a catapult. He must have knocked me sideways. <laughs> oh, I'm really sorry about this. I, I knew this was going to be like it today. And uh, <laughs> she, she done all, all her best to keep me out of trouble, but she knew what she was involved in. I got kicked out of four schools in three months. So just, she just had to roll with it. So did you ever actually have a real job? I mean, not, not saying that the, the, your band was a real job, but I mean... Like, a, I don't know, was you like a, a builder, a carpenter, or, you know, one of those real sort of like down-to-earth nine-to-fives? Well, I was kicked out of school from the age of 14 to 16. I had a little job down Billings Lake Fish Market. It was just an odd job. Did you remain clothed during that time, or did you get undressed again? 
Monkey. Did you play with the fish? <laughs> Actually, don't answer that. Don't answer that. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm really sorry about today. But I get some funny that... looks from me on a number 49 bus when we was a lead there to go over to Chelsea on a Saturday. Like, What's that? Where's he been? <laughs> All right. You don't know my sister. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... <laughs> You know, I can't imagine the comments that we're going to get. Obviously, <laughs> you two idiots did nothing but laugh the whole, the whole way through it. <laughs> All right, so you, you're, I mean, you've, you've got on stage. I mean, literally, I mean, you, you're headlining and you're playing in front of hundreds of thousands of people, which, you know, people like myself can only just admire and say fair play to that. I mean, you made the transition from there to here. I mean, what was the, did you come here first on holiday? When did you first come to Patea? 89. 89, oh, so not... Well, quite a while back, but not. Uh, What's that, 29 years ago? Yeah. The reason I come, I was talking to a mate back home. He said, Baz, you've got to go to Thailand. He said, You're, You'll love it. And I said, Well, why is that? He said to me, It's the only place where you're going to get a decent burger without dropping row whipping on a drink. They don't shag anything here. <laughs> and he's right. <laughs> Come on, stop piling it upstairs if you need some. Where are we getting reported for this? Come on. No, I mean, all seriously, though, so what, what made you come to Pattaya? That was it. <laughs> all right, so you came here. What did you think of it back in the day? Because considering what it's like now to how it was back when you came, and considering what you came from, being like a, a dancing flower pot on stage and obviously playing jokes on everybody, I mean, it must be quite tame. Honestly, um, it was 89, I had the first bit of money from the band, so it took me and the missus, and I think my daughter was two, and we ended up in Bangkok first, Phuket, and Chiang Mai. And my mates have been here, eight, seven, but they were going to Pattaya. So my missus used to like laying on the beach all the time. Mm. I used to have a walk about it. The first time I've been tired, I was a bit naive and anything, I thought I'd go and try and massage. Walked in this massage place. Sorry, mister, this is not that sort of place. So I've got a lot better rubble over, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> so, you, did you go there thinking it was going to be a, a happy massage? or Yeah. Or you, that's what you're expecting? Yeah, come out quite embarrassing. <laughs> you, you were quite wrong. <laughs> I mean, that must be a novelty. You must be able to look back at it and say, oh, that was just some... I've actually been to a massage parlor, parlor that wasn't what our, you know most massage parlors are famous for. Yeah. But try you find that and you know were there many girls around back in the day Phuket yeah there was as it goes I was really naive and I was thinking look at all these geezers with these Thai birds how the fuck has he got a sort like that look at him didn't really click on to then I get me forced in 2000 and my mate said to me Baz you've got to come to potato I think that was the first time I ate potato was 2000 and then sort of it was manic then, great times, met a lot of people, a lot of people have gone home though now. Yeah. And um, always knew I'll end up out here eventually. And had you tried other places in, in around the world before you came here, You like the, the Philippines and Cambodia? And all no, that? Rio. Rio. And how does Rio compare to Bataille? Honestly, mm. the girls shaggy for money here. Yeah? They'll show you the money in Rio, but they just love sex out there. Okay, well there you go. So if you want somewhere different <laughs> to go to, the Baz has recommended, yeah. go to Rio and, and check it out. You never know when the... And they love having their back door No, that would, we'll leave that one. <laughs> there. All right. standard. <laughs>
Well, so there we go. All right, so you, you came to Patea, and then did you go back back to England, or did you stay out here? Because so many people come here, get the, the bug, get the craving for it, and they just can't go back, or they go back for a very limited amount of time, and then they just get themselves out. I mean, how did that happen with you when you first came here to coming back here to live? When I first come back here after a while, my house was a tip. I thought, fuck. So I thought, oh, monkey about. It's crack on. Got it all back to normal. That should have been. And it been lived in for five years. And it just left. So a bit down out. But when I got back, got my hands dirty, scrubbed it all up and this and what have you. And just cracked on. And I ain't been back. That was 13, 2013. So not been home at all. Not once. And 2013 was it when you first came here to live? I had my house here, but it was just used as a holiday home. Yeah. It was just for me, myself, my pals, and to come over. And from 13 coming back here, it was my house. Right. And when you came over here, I mean, did you come over here with a certain plan? Did you have anything to come to? Or was it just a, a woman of prayer think, you know what, I've had enough now, I'm going out there and I'll see what happens when I get there? I come here with um, some intentions, and when I landed at the airport, I found out my intentions was banged up in that Bangkok Hilton. Oh, yes. <laughs> not me, but not. <laughs> oh, all oh, right. What was lined up for me, so that threw that out the window, and I thought, yeah. oh, fuck. So, um, called a few favours in, and I was offered my first job down at Dream Club, a go go. Soy Diamond. Dream Club Soy Diamond, wow, that's back in the summer. We're, in part two, we're going to talk all about your, your history here in the past because, mm. you know, I've known you from Misty's and you know, I've known you there for many, many years, which was an amazing club. And, you know, those guys that uh, follow the channel, I know so many of you, like me, remember Misty's and I'm sure most of you remember Baz. He was always downstairs saying hello to everyone, very, very nice person. Um, so I want to go back on part two and talk about all your, yeah, your yeah, history yeah, and the yeah. things that you've done. I mean, in terms of Patea now, I mean, if it was like it is today, would you have come back all those years back? Yeah. You would? Yeah, it's always changing, evolving. Um, there'll be more changes and it'll probably go back, forwards. So um, it's just moved with the times and trying to adapt to it. It's yeah. I mean, if there's one thing that you could change right now about Patea, what would that be? Please try and keep it sensible. <laughs> okay. We need to give him a few minutes now because I've thrown one in there. Right. I just don't know anything sensible. I've thrown one in there. It's just pure out of filth and chaotic, yeah. I know. Um, <laughs> that they all spoke English. Okay. All right. They all speak English, yeah. All right. Well, that's a fair one. How's your and time? Said, How's your time? Can you speak Thai? Yeah. What can you say? Mongi one. <laughs> Should we have a conversation in Thai? Sony cap. Yeah. Oh, you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. If you understood what he just said then, that is really not a good word. And shame on you. So you've learned all the useful words. Yeah, I'm quite clever. Anyway, right. So we're going to leave that now because I'll have the Thailand authorities knocking on our door saying, who taught you those words? That's shame. The staff. Well, that's quite, yeah, probably when you didn't pay them, that's when you got the, uh, I, well, I'm not going to even say it. All right. All right, brilliant. Well, listen, Baz, it's been fantastic talking to you in part oh, one. Great, Thank you yeah. so much. Uh, guys, listen, come back to part two. Mm -hmm. Part two, we're going to take all the, all the joking away as much as we can. Not that we can do a lot of that, but we will come back and we're going to talk about Baz's history here in the go-go bar scene and about things he's seen here and, and just 
really about how the future of Patea is going to come come ahead in, in your eyes. And uh, we'll talk about what went on in Misty's because Misty's was just the go-to place. It was really yeah. brilliant. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you very much for watching. Thank you very much for staying tuned here on the Coffee Chat Show. Baz, it's been a pleasure. I look Gee, forward to part two. So look forward to part yeah. two. And uh, I promise you we won't be wearing the wigs. But anyway, that's it. All right, that's it from me today, guys. Part two will be out very soon. Thanks for watching and please stay safe.